phantasm? Is it a nightmare? Phantasm. Is it an illusion? Phantasm. What the fuck is up? Welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gore Christ. With me as always, Dr. Vincent Motherfucking West. Hello. We have a special guest here with us today. We have uh, Ross Sewage of Exhumed. What's going on, man? What's up, dude? And uh, what is the doctor chosen today? Well, actually, this is my, my picture. Yeah, do- this is not on me. <laughs> we got uh, New York Ripper uh, today. And this, of course, is, uh, I don't think uh, Ross has uh, seen this film so far. I have not seen this movie. And uh, the doctor's not very fond of, of Fulci stuff. No, I think he's what a lot of people, I don't know, if, if that's what you're into, it's great. I just, the Italian horror thing confuses me, I don't, I don't know. Because they're confusing fucking movies. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I just, you know, I... I like some of the music in some of these movies, and I like some of the gore, but I just don't, I don't know. I never am like, oh man, let me sit down and watch an Italian horror film. <laughs> well, I, I don't even think they want to watch their movies or pay attention to their scripts <laughs> or anything else. They um, just get to this eyeball-cutting scene and that's it. Right, yeah. You, you oh, gotta, and there you go. One minute in, severed hand. Yep. Looks great. It's obviously, it's a hooker hand, you can tell. That's the long nails. New York, New York, the New York hooker hand. There we go. And uh, yeah, I, I, I get uh, the people love the Italian. There's a lot to love about them. They have great uh, uh, cinematography. They have awesome colors. Sure. Like that's Argento's people. I think they're just wild because he's a, he's he's a great like visual artist. Sure. Yeah. But God damn it, they need some script supervisors over there. <laughs> I agree with you completely. It's, it's just, uh, from the get-go, it's off the rails, and you're just like, what? Well, he took Dawn of the... Uh, Argento, in particular, took Dawn of the Dead, one of like the best horror movies ever made, and kind right. of turned it into a meandering piece of shit. Uh, you know, but the soundtrack's cool. The soundtrack is always good. But then, but you he, got he the... even like even that. It's like, okay, I love Goblin. I love listening to their CDs. But on Dawn of the Dead, he he, he took and replaced all the source music and and put in more Goblin and it's like the worst Goblin ever recorded. <laughs> Fucking terrible. And I saw him do it live at Housecore Horror this year and nice, man. they just kept they kept hitting the same stings for like an hour and I was like and then just, you know and then 15 minute breaks in between for dialogue and I was like this got to be the easiest gig ever. That's <laughs> like burr, 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 yeah, and I was, yeah, and then, burr. The best bits, the best music bits out of Dawn of the Dead were, were resource music. They weren't even, they weren't even fucking Goblin. But, right. I mean, obviously, there's the Suspiria soundtrack is great, and a bunch of other shit. Sure, sure, yeah. No, I do like Suspiria. That's a good movie. actually kind of, kind of creepy. It, yeah, it, it plays, it plays better than most Italian horror movies. But I it mean, is long as fuck. Like once you're at the end of it, it's like, all right, I've already, you know, I yeah, thought this was I, over it, ten, ten hours ago. If you like watching like dubbed kung fu movies like I do, then it's that, that there can be a charm to like the really poorly dubbed voices on them. Oh what yeah, the fuck is hanging off that lady's shoulder? I have no idea. She's supposed to be like a super New York woman, you know. Cause the the other thing is like they'll get American actors in these films, but then they'll like 
overdub their shit and then it looks like they're not American. I don't know. Some yeah, it's strange. I think John Saxon. Well, I forget which fucking Argento movie he was in, but he didn't get dubbed. And then that guy right there, the detective guy, uh, Jack Headley, he was in fucking Bond films and shit. He was in For Your Eyes Only right before no, I mean, this, they, actually. They throw money at these guys, and they'll, yeah. they'll do some shit Italian. But what is it? It was what I was reading about. The uh, Speaking of James Bond, they, uh, there was an Italian knockoff of James Bond called James Bond's Brother. <laughs> really? <laughs> and they actually hired Sean Connery's brother to be the super spy. That's and then weird. got a bunch of Bond actors because they just threw a bunch of money at him and flew him to Italy for, you know, a nice vacation. <laughs> That's really I'll strange. I'll have to watch that. That sounds, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> no, I know. I, I just saw screenshots. I haven't seen it yet. i got to track it down. Yeah, that actually uh, sounds like something watchable just just for fun, you know. You're right, though. That guy, the, that guy right there, he's... He's, he's uh, Timothy Havelock. Right, he's the the main chick's daughter that gets killed on the boat by that Cuban hitman, but with the plane. Yeah, he gets killed like pretty early on in that film. She doesn't in this. He lasts the whole time, fucker. I think I don't remember. <laughs> that actually spoiler alert. That's actually halfway redeem this for me. Just are you a Bond fan at all? Me? Yeah. yeah. I, I love it too, and I, I, I this is so weird because I never I've seen this movie. Just pieces of it, but I never caught that he was in this because I like Fear Eyes Only. I don't. It's weird that I'd never even noticed that he was in this. Wait, uh, that's a Roger Moore one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the ones I liked as a kid, but I can't watch as an adult. I, I, I get that. I can't I, I, that with the clown face and the fucking oh god, Roger Moore's so fucking terrible. It, it, it is. It's I like. Is it? I don't know. Nostalgia for me. Like I like watching those when I'm hammered. I don't know. I think they're. They, they have some of the best stunts in those ones, in the Roger Moore ones, like the car flipping scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, or not even flipping, like it would have fucking does a barrel roll. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> but then Roger Moore was like a super pacifist who hated guns, which kind of killed the fucking uh, character with a license to kill. I got. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Did you, did, you, did you like Timothy Dalton at all? I didn't really. I, those are pretty bad. <laughs> it's not his. They fault, are. Though. They are. I think he's pretty good, and I'm considering what he's working with. But yeah, he's all right. Uh, but uh, the movies are pretty shit. Like that cello scheme. Oh yeah, that's, that's just fucking embarrassing. It is. That's. <laughs> I totally agree with you. It's. You watch. I don't know. I just. I guess the only Bond I never was really crazy about. I, all my friends, for some reason, like that Lazenby film, and I never was into that. Oh, I love Secret that one. You like that one? Everybody like likes too, that yeah. one. Yeah, I never could get I into like that. that one. Because uh, he actually did a lot of his own stunts. Did and he? Read the, yeah. He I didn't know that. He was probably the most active Bond before Daniel Craig, honestly. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I met him once at a convention. He was super nice. I, he's, I, well, he's got to be kind of sad, man. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked up his whole career. Yeah. He's, he became I, like a huge party boy and was like, I hate the system. I'm not going to cut my hair to do another movie. And then they were like, well, you're fucking gone, you nobody. Right. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, there, we'll talk about that a second. Did, did, did you like Diamonds Are Forever? I think that's a great movie. It's silly as fuck, but it's entertaining. What was it was it those two? The two gay hitmen. Yeah, they're around. hilarious. Mr. Yeah, Went and Mr. Kid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's shit. weird. It's it's like there's definitely a lot of cocaine going on in that script. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think and, and, on set and everywhere else. Sean choking the chick at the beginning of the film with her with her uh, bikini top, I thought was awesome. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's fun. Such I don't an awful character. It, it is. It's he it, it has to be dead like fifty times over from different STDs. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He's he was fucking everything. You know, he made his own penis. That was a weapon too. It's like you know, 
Q-Man, his own, his own penis weapon. Mine is, too. It makes people run away. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, this is obvious that this bitch is about to die, so this is the first well, uh, kill in this film. It's a girl in the New York Ripper. Yeah. They're going to die. All of them <laughs> are going to die. She's alone. There's this little car carport thing in the ship. And she was pissed at the driver, right? Yeah. Because this is a cool thing to do. Well, you know, she was biking, and the driver was, like, you know, checking out her European buns on the bike. And then here she is, and he's like, yes. Like, he basically followed her here. I guess that's not so bad, the lipstick trick. That's that's a that's a fair prank. Yes. It's not like she's keying the paint job. <laughs> Typical New Yorker, you know. Just... That, that would deserve death, for sure. <laughs> this shit will never come off. But literally the shit. <laughs> oh, the POV. Yeah. It's like the entire remake of Maniac. <laughs> she didn't even get to put head in there. It just wrote shit. And this part's just weird, too. It's just kind of like... Uh, She's, like, all welcoming to this guy that's, you know, I don't know. She's like, yeah, come on in the car with me. And he's, like, doing his Donald Duck, whatever he does. I don't know. Oh, damn. Oh, there's my subtitles. <laughs> See, you said Maniac. That, that that would have been a good one to do. I, that one's fun. Which, the I, did you like the remake? God, no. The I thought it was uh, interesting. I, like the techniques used, but like it was, I just can't if take it had been, if it, right. If it had been any other actor, maybe I could have got into it. But I, every time I see him, I'm just like Elijah Wood. The whole time, he just looks like it's he's Frodo. gonna cry. So I don't know. Yeah, he looks like he's I gonna mean, cry. I can't take him seriously. Like I can tell he's like a, you know yeah. he gets the depression part down, but that's it. Yeah, like I don't see him as a menacing guy. He's just kind of like. <laughs> No, but I think I think he's actually a genuine like horror fan and stuff. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Cool. I had no, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's 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 really in the city. I mean, he's just an interesting dude in general. But yeah, he really. also like, was the thing I was reading lately. He came out and was talking about the giant child sex prostitute rings in Hollywood. Jesus, good Wait, God! Oh, oh, ouch! Oh, that's that's nice. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, where'd the blood go? But, but <laughs> dead already. New York Ripper, indeed. There we go. Yeah, that's nice, nice uh, oh. laceration there. That I want some toast now. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry jam there. But that looks pretty good. Shit, mm -hmm. That's gross. Nice <laughs> flesh ripping. That's a good start. Uh, that's this the thing. Really yeah. gonna be bummed out on all the damage on his car now. <laughs> I don't know if I forget if they leave her in the car like that or not. Uh, Oh, wait, Elijah Wood. Yeah, apparently there's a bunch of child sex rings with Hollywood bigwigs that nobody's talking about. That's fucking crazy. I remember... He said his, he said his mom protected him. Mm. Wasn't, didn't they say something It's a year or two ago? They were saying that Brian Singer, that X-Men guy, was, like, molesting the people that auditioned for him or something? Or Yeah, well, that was the one where the... Uh, uh, there was like allegations, a lot of allegations, and then it was the guy who played... I forget his name. The guy who played Nightcrawler in X-Men 2. Yeah. Of... Uh, Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. The guy from Goldeneye. He was the nerd guy in Goldeneye. Yeah, well, he, uh... The guy that played Boris? Yes. Boris Groshenko. That's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. He was a pervert. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming, okay. Very sexually suggested name. Wait, is her nips ripped off, or is that just blood on there? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he said he would never work with Brian Singer again and said a bunch of stuff about, like, you know, uh, sexual shit. And, wow. And, like, he just didn't like him and he's 
like a very out you know uh, gay man, but he's just like, yeah, Brian Singer's off the chain. I'm not dealing with that guy no more. <laughs> yeah, because Brian Singer's like your mutant power is showing me your butthole. <laughs> yeah, it's like my mutant power is to ignore all. So Brian Singer's a fruit, or the guy that played Nightcrawler's a fruit. I think oh. I think they both are. I don't. Know. Oh, okay. No, no, they're both they're both gay, but but so one, he, one likes men his own age. Oh, okay. So uh, Brian Singer wanted to do some night crawling in his in his butthole. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I think the best part about this movie is watching the sub with subtitles. You see man quacking. Yeah. <laughs> quacks quacks. It's like that's my biggest fear is having to do Donald ducking it down the street with a knife in his hand. <laughs> It's like, well, if you're not a chick, it's it's not a problem. It's still creepy. It's like I could have stopped him because I heard him quacking, but yeah, I just let him go. I was the guy I that let, let him go. I just let him sit in this car next to me. This stranger, <laughs> he's just quacking away. Now, uh, want to ask you about some exhumed stuff if you're if you're into that. Yeah, How I don't have that much to answer yet because I just kind of rejoined, so it's all very fucking new. How's that been going? There were some uh, recent videos of you guys playing some shows uh, in California or whatnot, and uh seemed like you're back in the forum. It looks awesome, man. Yeah, we uh, played the, the um, we played this little like p- pickup show in Los Angeles just to kind of warm up because uh, you right. know Bud, the guitar player, lives in North Carolina. Wow. I live up in the Bay Area, and then uh, Matt and Mike both live in San Luis Obispo. So we had one practice, sure. and with, I was like, I was like, yeah, you got a mic, and they said, no, we don't have a mic. I was like, oh, that's great. I haven't performed like these songs ever, right. so why not go in cold on stage singing? That's great. Oh damn. But yeah, we, we managed it out. We did this, and then the San Diego uh, Metal Swap Meet, which was a kind of a cool event I had never been to or heard of, but apparently it's a big deal down there. You know, it's a lot of like you know, uh, there's a lot of like bootleg metal shirts from like Tijuana vendors coming in. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah, uh, right. Me and the doctor make fun of that shit all the time. We're just like, yeah, nice, uh, you know, Brazil shirt you got from Mexico, you know, from uh, eBay. Oh man, the best. Is- you go play in Mexico City, and there's all these vendors outside, and they all have way better looking shirts than you have inside. Yeah, that's right. Nice. And I, like I'm walking up to this guy, I was like, "Wow, that's a pretty good design." I was like, "Hey, I want one of those." And he goes, "100 pesos." And I was like, "That's my fucking face, dude." He goes, <laughs> "I don't care, 100 pesos." I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> now that's of so, course this scene is the inevitable uh, Fulci, uh, you know, cameo right that's here. That's the police chief, right? Yep. And then the guy smoking the pipe is Lucio Fulci, which he's. Does a cameo of himself in every film, and he's always some asshole that's him smoking right there. a pipe. Yep, that's Fulci. Can we even call this a cameo? This is like a, a part. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But yeah. he's always the same kind of guy in each film. He's not like Stan Lee where he's like, you know, he's a milkman, and then he's a, you know, a stripper or maestro. It's like, you know, he's, a, he's always the guy smoking his pipe. You know, he's probably directs all his movies dressed like that, so who knows? That was- my favorite in Civil War when Stan Lee shows up as a 90-year-old FedEx employee. Yeah, that was great. Super plausible. <laughs> it's just kind of batshit. I like the uh, you know strip club one was pretty good, but apparently he didn't actually like that that cameo himself. But it's like, well, which know. one was he at strip club? I don't remember. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, anyways. It was, uh, you know, the the whole love. Uh, the whole girlfriend thing kind of, you know, uh, derailed it a little bit. I think as a setup movie, it was good, but I can tell the next film is going to be ten times better because it's not like a, 
the love story approach has kind of right. dumbed it down a lot, you know. Uh, I also like that Colossus just sits around eating breakfast in his <laughs> metal form. <laughs> and he's like, take power bar, breakfast, most important meal. You know, I, yeah. I met that guy that does the voice for him, and that's how he talks, in, like, normal. It's fucking weird. They found a Russian guy? Yeah, and he's just like, uh, he's like, oh, Cody, nice to meet you. Eat your breakfast. I'm like, cool, man. Have a good one. And he's fucking huge, too. He's like, why couldn't they just fucking put him in the movie then? I know. <laughs> they to, that's why it was like, uh, you know, in the that, credits, it was like a CGI character, which is yeah, I got, funny. I, I got sick of being, like, winking and nodding at me in that movie. I was just like, okay, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. You're meta. I get it. <laughs> fucking get it. Tell a story. I like Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She was kind of cool. She was she really just, funny, yeah. Yeah, she just had an attitude. I, I, I wish there had been a little more of that. Right. Maybe in the next one we'll get, you know, cable and shit like that. It'll be a different element. Uh be more Rob Liefeld characters. <laughs> we got a uh, um this actor right here, that's the uh you know, the uh psychiatrist guy he was in House by the Cemetery uh before yeah, this film. He's been a ton of this fucking schlocky horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I've seen him a bunch of times, I can't remember. But he's uh Dr. Norman Boyle, and then in this one he's Dr. Davis, so it's just like, are you a doctor? It's just so sick of being typecast <laughs> as an intelligent <laughs> If I ever met him, that's what I would get him to sign. He just said, I eat oodles of carrots. It's like, dude, that's the best line you've ever said. Can you please put, I eat oodles of carrots on my <laughs> on my 8x10? <laughs> and, uh, you guys played a show with Judas Priest, uh, with Exhumed yeah, that, in you. that was a that was a interesting. That was when I, I was not in Exhumed. I was had filled in on some shows, you know, because I did the re-recording of the first record that I was on fifteen fucking years ago. Yeah, that regurgitated uh, thing you did. Uh... Yeah, so like we, uh, so Matt asked me to. He asked me to do the whole tour because their bassist was was uh, leaving the band, and I said he asked me two weeks before a tour, and I was like, I can't fucking do that, you idiot. <laughs> and I was like, I have a job, dude. And, uh, so anyways, I, I, filled in, I, I came in and like did it, like, you know, guested on five songs on the West coast. Nice. Mostly so I could just play with Voivod, which was awesome. Hell yeah. And, uh, then, uh, so then he asked me if I wanted to play in Mexico and I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I fucking love going to Mexico. It's fun. And, uh, we get there and I'm sitting there, we're flying in from everywhere from different places. And I'm sitting there in a hotel room waiting for the other guys to like knock on the door nothing ever fucking happens and I can't get the Wi-Fi working so I have no kind of communication. Right. I'm just sitting there I'm eating, getting a torto across the street drinking some beers and then finally the Wi-Fi works and uh, and I get this uh, message and it says from Matt Harvey it says, I'm in jail, this is not a joke. Jesus Christ. We're like, what? It's like midnight before the day before the show. <laughs> We're like, holy shit. So then I finally found Bud is there and then Mike was uh, doing uh, uh drum teching for fucking someone i can't remember who else was on that sure. show um and so he had so he just showed up way late and then we were like oh shit well hey hey this movie just got better um <laughs> boobies yeah it's, uh, and uh, real fucking that's a hit fuck show real fucking that's wait, what they this said never was a real thing was it real uh in a porn theater i don't know about new york i mean uh this is before my time but i missed out if it was you know and then there's, yeah, this chick in her nice trilby hat just hanging out watching. She's like people. Carmen Sandiego, you know, or, uh, yeah. <laughs> smooth criminal over here, you know. Where in the world? She's in a porn theater. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Matt's arrested. 
<laughs> next day, we're sitting there going like, all right, Matt's arrested. He's going to get out. He's going to get out. He's going to get out. He never got out. So we had to go up on stage without him. So Jesus. Bud and Mike look at me. They go like, you've announced songs before with Impaled and shit, right? I'm like, yeah. Like, all right, you're the front man today. I'm like, I got kicked out of this band fucking 15, like 14 years ago. What the fuck? Now I'm fronting it for a fucking show? <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. So I had to like, you know, like, hey, Mexico, what's up? And we, we managed to squeak through. We cut a couple songs that we thought wouldn't work without two guitars. And right. We're like, the guys were like, why did you play such a short set? We're like, well, you fucking arrested one of our guitar players, you dimwits. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but turned out you can't really uh, fly into Mexico with a bullet belt. Is that what happened? He just, they thought it was... That was the, well, they said it, they gave all loads of reasons. I think they just wanted to get bail money, you know? Sure, yeah. They're... Uh, they said it was, you could smuggle drugs in the bullets, and I'm like, that's your main concern with bullets? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so we were like, all right. But we're losing money. He got out in time to, so we could all sit around drinking beers, watch Judas Priest. It was, it was a, that's it was a yeah. mind fuck of a trip. It's pretty awesome. <clears throat> and not is she wearing so. a dress or did she just straight like finger banging under an overcoat <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both she's obviously a she got the public masturbator coat thing down so she's doing something right and I can't tell if the dude laying you know hammering down the nail is a black dude or he's just really Italian I think he's a black dude but the funny thing is is what you figure out why you know because she's recording it too like the whole thing i don't know but you'll find out it's kind of funny i think he's puerto rican he's a member of the sharks <laughs> uh that's pretty good i just boned a girl named maria <laughs> yeah this is just uh she's i guess just kind of well now she's done she's she's spent and so she's, is, she's totally pre-weed herman in it in that porn theater <laughs> Not the guys are just like this is blame, and the, like the chicks the having a great time, you know. Yeah. The guys haven't even taken off their fucking jeans yet. They're just sitting there like, when is when is the explosions happen? That guy's bored. <laughs> that that guy's one guy's like clapping. Right, yeah, fucking. He's so mad, but he's clapping like out of up. courtesy. I need I need to have a couple animals in here to get excited. <laughs> I thought this was a donkey show. Oh, pol- the polite applause. Yeah. I guess that was all right. <laughs> Unless they're waiting on the next one. They're like, I like Asian women only. I was promised an Asian woman. It is New York. They're never happy about anything, so. Well, because I have to live in a fucking cesspool. <laughs> cesspool with high rent. Right. And shitty weather. <laughs> and that's where I'm originally from, so that's why. Don't live there now. <clears throat> it's pretty, uh. Pretty crowded with turds. Well, now, if, okay, if there's no light in the room, how can she see that there's no light bulb in there? Because <laughs> she assumes she's good with uh, tugging, so she had to do is try and pull it. And it's like, oh, nothing came out or happened. And then uh, this doesn't look good for her. Well, yeah, because she's a woman in a Lucio <laughs> Pulci movie. <laughs> and uh, the lighting is like a fucking Paris Hilton movie, so... Something's either going to go Wait, right or wrong. A Paris Hilton movie? Yeah, like uh, her little porn thing she did, that One Night in Paris oh, or whatever uh, it is. Those movies. The whole thing was filmed like this, basically. Only worse. Had a had a 
maybe a bigger budget, but still not as good production. I, I thought you were talking about the actual Paris Hilton movie that she starred in. I know she was in House of Wax, that remake that they did or whatever. But I don't know. That if movie's she's, horrible. Yeah, it's... Uh, you're kidding me. Something Paris Hilton in wasn't good. <laughs> well, you know, when I saw it, what I thought was funny when that thing came out, because I'm a big Vincent Price guy, all my friends are like, this movie looks fucking awesome. I'm like, wow, I'm surrounded by fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, that, that doesn't look awesome. That looked terrible. <laughs> the only good part was Paris Hilton got a fucking uh, giant metal pole shoved through her fucking, you know, side of her face. And of course, that's why a lot of people, that was a lot of the appeal to it. It's like, Paris Hilton's in a horror movie, we're going to watch her get killed. And that's like, we're all insane. And then everyone's like, yeah, but we're okay with that. Like, all right, you know. Yeah, well, you know, we'd like to see our celebrities rise and fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually we just read about it, we don't get to see it, so that's a plus, you know. I'd rather not read about it at all. Oh, yeah. there we go. Oh, yeah. nice. You get the uh, the broken oh, bottle kill. Cooter. Yeah, the cooter kill. cooter cam? <laughs> You so it is almost image. like a Paris Hilton movie right here, you know. Oh, that's a wine bottle. That's just classy. That's classy if you stab somebody with a broken it's wine a bottle, bottle and not a Heineken bottle. You use a, a wine bottle. That's really classy. I was hoping to see. Did you did you guys see that that preacher? Not yet. I really want to watch that. It's pretty well. I'll spoil just one little kill scene. The Cassidy, the vampire guy, shoves a bottle into a guy's gut and then and then dips it out. So that he can drink out of it. That's awesome. I was kind of hoping for the same thing there. Now I, I, I want more from my cooter kills. Apparently, <laughs> you can't, I can't be satisfied like that guy in the porn theater <laughs> with the uh, the slow the slow courtesy clap. All right, now who's this chick? Um, this, I know this thing is just replete with extra characters coming and going. Yeah. Um, she's she turns into like one of the main characters. Uh, you know, she's got a. It's an Italian film, so you introduce your main women characters by showing them naked, which is always yeah. nice, you know. And 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah, 30 minutes in. It's like, oh, there's now there's a point to this other than uh, whack off theaters and, and cooter kills, so. Uh, there's No, there's still no point to this. <laughs> oh, he's on, a, he's on a phone with the quack man. Yep, and he said, uh, shooting your load, quack quack. How the fuck did he even get his home number? Uh, ducks have a way of uh oh wait, that's right out. that chick's a prostitute also right the lieutenant's like he's uh yeah he's, he's morally gray <laughs> the the bond guy and the dude's uh talking shit you know doing the whole zodiac killer thing he's like an oakland policeman he fucks around with prostitutes it's cool <laughs> Now, uh, are you are you writing new shit with Exhumed? Do you, you guys just kind of... Matt has an entire new record written. Wow. And it's really good. And I've been learning, you know, I'm, I'm learning that we're doing all this stuff long distance. Nice. It's really good. It's, uh, I don't want to say too much about it. It's like sure, Marvel sure. movies. Marvel movies, I'm under contract. I can't say that. <laughs> no, I just don't know what's going to change or anything. But, uh, I mean, the material's really good. And I was like, yeah. I'll, you know. So he asked me after that Mexico show, he's like, do you want to just join? And I was like, uh, yeah, but if, if it works out. Let's try it out. You know, the shows went well. But yeah, the shit's fucking hard. I was like, shit, I've been lazy. I've been playing thrash metal for like too long. I was like, oh shit, death metal's really fucking hard. I forgot. The old Exhumed songs, catching up on those was like a piece of cake. And then this new shit, he, I mean, you can listen to like the shit Matt's put, putting out now with Gruesome and stuff. And it's just right. crazy. Like he's just 
he's uh he took a lot of time and actually honed his craft whereas i just right. was uh working on my head bang in the mirror or something i guess <laughs> i just want to look cool on stage that's it Fuck music. <laughs> that gruesome stuff's actually really cool i like it yeah it's really good Did you see the the horror movie uh video they put out just now i have not seen it oh you got to see it it looks like a great like 80s trashy like horror movie like uh, almost like uh return of the living dead or something uh-huh. that's awesome they got this like kind of like rockery looking chick, and she gets chased around by these. Uh, they're kind of like it's some kind of cross between zombies and like Tomb of the Blind Dead kind of guys. Okay. And she's getting chased around, and there's like a dimension, you know, and like there's a really good scene where one of the guys gets hit by a car, and I just left my ass off. And it was really good. Oh, that's nice. cool. But yeah, it's cool. It's like yeah, it's like a little horror movie nightmare. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? See that chick that was um, finger banging herself. Uh, oh, she records. She records uh, all those fuck sessions in that theater for him to listen to. So he's got like all these tapes, which is still stupid. Doesn't make any sense or you know make any story happen. But you know it's just kind of you find out he's like a big pervert guy and he's just like go enjoy yourself. Just bring me another tape, bitch. And, you know. So yeah, I mean, I just feel like this is like a series of vignettes loosely of like CD fuckers loosely <laughs> connected to <laughs> jelly gore. <laughs> The jelly gore is nice, you know. It's always the plus, but it's still, you know. But yeah, this guy's just basically like, I think he's like the mayor or something, and he's he just wants all these cassettes to whack off to. I don't know. It's just that, weird. because his wife is fucking ug- bone ugly. So <laughs> why the hell would he want to pump that body? <laughs> yeah, look at that. He's got like a whole fucking treasure trove of them. Yeah, what a dog he married. Ugh, give me a tape. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, there they are. Yeah, there's a... That guy's listening to him. <laughs> oh, he's got a long reel. It's a good fuck sesh. Yeah, they're, they're all in on it. It's like they're, they're uh, you know, distributing. This is like how porn got distributed. They started doing it by tape trading. Who knew? stag reels <laughs> old eight millimeter prints of like some bushy lady getting it <laughs> now uh, <clears throat> Corey was telling me you're about as big a fan of jj abrams as i am <laughs> i fucking want that man dead no, me, that's, that's that's harsh i just want him out of hall well let me well no let me let me tell you a funny story i thought you'd get a kick out of this i was at this has been about three four years ago i was at a convention and uh, Jonathan Frakes that played Riker or whatever on Next Generation was there. And I just start trashing the guy in front of him. And he basically has me removed. Really? Yeah, because I guess he works with him in Hollywood because you, this is this is a funny story. So like two months later, I meet Brent Spiner or whatever, play Data, and Brent's like, J.J. Abrams is a fucking asshole. And just basically <laughs> trashed him. It was like, the only reason Jonathan was acting like that because he sucks his dick to get jobs. It was just funny. Like, it was two total different reactions. <laughs> Brent Spiner would be the one to uh, and what was, call him out. And what was even funnier, because I fucking hate him for doing those fucking Star Trek movies. I fucking, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I fucking hate those pieces they're of shit. They're garbage. They're yeah, they garbage. are. People are like, oh, they're fun to watch. No, they're fucking garbage. And <laughs> you get a kick of this was funny, too. So I'm sitting there talking to Brent. And, and that Brent, guy's, wait, that guy, there was a guy in this movie that just had camel toe. That was fucking disgusting. That's a fucking camel toe. That's called a moose knuckle where I come from. 
<laughs> and that's the uh, the uh, guy from the the fuck theater. That guy, which I feel like he just had a haircut before, and now he's got more hair. I don't know. How long do they fucking take to make this damn movie? Uh, now we're getting into some racist anti-Puerto Rican shit. This <laughs> is the guy from uh, Platoon that they Italians. Italians are usually so racially sensitive and all their stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, Brent's fine. Yeah, the Star Trek movies suck. But there, this was a. Uh, I got in the mail one day, like uh, about a, maybe like a year and a half ago. I get this package as a shirt. And I open it. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's J.J. Abrams' name done in the Star Wars font. Oh my god! Like mysteriously mailed to me. <laughs> I was like, "Motherfucker!" Which one of my asshole friends? <laughs> so I, of course, I had to go on social media and post about how pissed I was, and a picture of me like throwing it in the trash. Like, <laughs> you don't want the fun, but yeah, it turned out Sean from Impaled, my guitar player and uh, fucking uh, hetero life mate, right. Sent- to just to be an asshole and I was like dude just fucking buy me a burrito what, what, fucking 15 bucks just to torture me you piece of shit <laughs> <coughs> yeah no I hate I watched Force Awakens and I fucking hated it and Super 8 is garbage and yeah, Lost is, is a fucking waste of time <laughs> I'm waiting for like I mean I'll give the guy he can throw an action scene together like you know that scene where Khan and Kirk are going through space under, uh-huh. like the torpedo tubes it's really a tense scene, but I just don't give a shit about anybody in it. Right. But it's like, it looks cool. Like, look at, like, they're flying through space past debris. That looks rad, but it's, it's, he's a problem. I think he's just like a student of blockbusters and he forgot to, like, watch actual films at some point in his life. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah, so he just picked up all the beats. It's like kind of like Michael Bay syndrome, too. Yeah. Although Michael Bay's actually made movies I like, a couple. Right. <laughs> well, see, what I don't understand, you know, we went and watched, uh, Kevin Smith, and he just sucked his dick for like thirty minutes on stage, basically. Just well, he wants more jobs too. I, I guess, <laughs> but I was sitting there just going. But it it bothered me when Jonathan Frakes did that because I'm sitting there going, uh, like, I mean, it was just so funny because it was the two total different reactions. Because Brent was basically like he shit on everything Gene did, and you know, basically raped him in the grave. I mean, Brent was very specific about it, and I thought it was awesome because Carl Urban was like two tables down from me. He was like, that fucking hack. It was just fucking funny. It was it was awesome. I mean, I, and I got him going, and his his agent was like, wow, you've really got him in a, in a twist today. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I just wish I had it recorded. but That's because he wanted to have data somehow go back in time. He was pissed off. <laughs> God damn it, I need the work. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah, it, the, 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 I mean, Frakes made a better fucking Star Trek movie. Well, he also made it. Wait, he did First Contact, and he did. Uh, didn't he do one other? Didn't he? He did like, Insurrection, the one after it. Yeah. Oh, that movie's fucking shit. It is. <laughs> but First Contact's pretty good. Yeah, it's great. But like my fa- my favorite show was Deep Space Nine, and like, man, none of those actors that I've met, if I bring up JJ, they're just like that guy. Fucking can't stand him. They all fucking hate him. It's fucking funny. Well, the thing I hate about J.J. Uh, Abrams, like his his media, like the people are like, oh, oh, it's cool. It's like a it's like a nerd gets to film Star uh, Star Wars. He really loves Star Wars. He's a real nerd. I'm like, he loves Star Wars, like fucking most of the human population. Right. Yeah, that's, that's not that a new thing. Count you as a nerd because you have glasses and you like one of the most popular movies ever made. <laughs> it's like, the, can he name Lab Sivrak, the Wolfman from the Cantina? Fuck you. You're not a nerd. Right. <laughs> Well, you know what pisses me off? Corey was telling me that I guess he's trying to remake Phantasm. 
Well, he's a big fan. That's like I was reading about that. He like Captain Phasma is named after. Yeah, it's like well, I saw that, and uh, you know, I thought it was cool that he he he. I don't think it's cool. I thought it was <laughs> you know for for being a, a a big prick like him, but he even in the special features for Star Wars, it's like none of these fucking nerds, you know, none of these assholes are gonna go watch Phantasm. But he was still like, uh, I love this movie Phantasm, and I thought that was cool. But you know, I don't, I still well, don't give him any credit. <laughs> it's like it doesn't it's not a credible nod and you know because jj abrams likes it it's like you know <clears throat> obviously that's my favorite movie it's a whole you know it's like I don't right. th- anyone could tell by the damn trailer in the beginning of our podcast or the name maybe but you know i'm not anyone, gonna you know this chick on the subway anyone else think she looks like kirsten dunst yes <laughs> Like I'm, I'm expecting Spider-Man to come in and try to fucking save this broad and kiss, kiss her in the rain upside down, and but instead we get to watch her die and get revenge for a really shitty Mary Jane Parker performance. Unless this is Peter Parker right here, it's kind of older Peter Parker, you know. As many Peter Parker as many times as they've uh, never landed that film, uh, this would probably work out a little better, different approach, you know. So this is just yet another random girl, right? I think this is that main prostitute one that we saw is earlier. Is that the one that Lieutenant was sleeping with? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't know. I don't. So I'm pretty pretty sure she gets away <clears throat> from the two-handed killer. Or the two the no. I'm sorry. What has he got? Eight like, fingers? Yeah, he's like missing two fingers. I don't know. He looks like fucking Remo Williams. <laughs> he does. He's gonna run across some concrete. Wet concrete. He has the power. The adventure begins. <laughs> now, the uh, uh, one thing I thought was really funny is you uh, made a Justin Lin version of the Force Awakens trailer. Like he showed me one. that I about peed myself. And I, I did. I thought. I thought. I was it's really perfect. And all you do is put fucking sabotage over it, and there you go. Fucking, why the fuck is that's like okay? What Captain Kirk's supposed to be like really be into the Beastie Boys? Or I something? know it's that's so like, fucking. It's also horrible. JJ. He's like, uh, rest in peace. I got to put in. Uh, you you got to make sure you get Beastie Boys in this trailer, and then they did the same thing in that fucking. Uh, I think it, they did it, and it was it was from it was the Star Trek Beyond shit, and then they did it in the Ninja Turtles trailer. I think there was like two movies that came out, and they had that same fucking song in it. And when I saw them in theaters, like almost back to back, I was like, "Why are you both using Beastie Boys, and why are you both using the same fucking song?" I don't understand that. Well, at least Teenage Mutant Turtle. The Turtles make sense. It's like New York. It's a callback to New York. That's fine. Right. I, I'm down with that, and they're contemporary. Right. But you got, like, Captain Kirk, like, listening to the Beastie Boys, like, it's edgy. That's like if I was playing Voltaire, and I was like, hey, man, listen to this edgy shit. <laughs> it's like fucking 300 years ago. Or right. It's, it, it's like, fucking stupid. It's so I don't, we Did you see – this is off the subject, but you brought up the Beastie Boys. It made me think of this. Did you notice this a few years ago? I guess when one of those guys – I'm not a fan, so which one of them died, and they're That's they're the doing idea. this remember him thing during the Academy Awards, and they didn't say a goddamn thing about Harold Ramis, but they're honoring a Beastie Boy at the Academy Awards. I was like, what well, the fuck? Because of all of his contributions to movie trailers. <laughs> I'm just like, you don't mention Harold Ramis. And then what was awesome was during it, if you saw it, Bill Murray mentions him, which I thought was awesome. But he did. They didn't mention Harold Ramis at all? No. No. That's crazy. He made a shit. He made the template for the Snobs vs. Slobs movie. Yes. Yeah, he's like, a fucking I mean, comedy without, legend with writing and, you know. Yeah, without Caddyshack, what would the early 80s have been? It would have been like, there would have been, you know, you got to get your fucking... Uh, 
better off deads and shit. That all. Of that <laughs> yeah, or Stripes or Groundhog Day. You yeah, know, exactly. later on, oh, it's dude. like those are essential comedy movies, and they still make me laugh. You know, those are great films, but yeah, they totally snubbed them on that and just uh, like uh, rest in peace, Beastie Boys. You know, uh, I even like Year One. Fuck it, I thought that movie was was. Uh, not good. I I've watched never, it. I've never seen. I it. watched it because it was Harold Ramis film. Yeah, me it, too. It sold me. I was like, yeah, Harold Ramis is doing it. All right, I'm going. I mean, it's a little clunky, but it's it's got some great bits in it. It's it does. Fun, yeah. It's really funny, but yeah, it's it's clunky overall. But I think it's, it's still I don't I hate Michael Sarah, but I like him in that film. You know, because he's, he's pretty funny. Oh wait, so oh wait. God, there oh, she familiar. goes, and then then we see the actual killer. Now they just kind of there's no build up. It's just like no. yeah, the killer looks like this. We don't it's know who he guy. is. He's some pretty boy, you know. Oh, the eyeball. No, neck. Come on, eyeball. And it was a dream. Because reasons. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Is that, like, inside the neck? Yeah, it was pretty... Inside the neck. Oh, what? It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was a dream. But you'll find out uh, real quick. It's kind of, I guess, foreshadowing. Or now you pretty much know because it was in the dream. So here's the guy from the dream, and it's... uh, it's her fucking pretty boy is, boyfriend guy. Is this like a, a double twist? It's like double mint gum? What the fuck's going <laughs> Basically, she has a dream about him killing her, and then it's, I guess you're supposed to realize that he's the killer guy? I don't know. It's, now, yeah, it's so she kinda... dreamt that her boyfriend was killing her. Well, so was she even attacked by the guy <laughs> no. with eight I've... fingers? Yeah, that's why she's in the hospital. You know, that's I gotta wonder. They always make menacing characters like some mutilated dude, and it's like, well, this guy already failed at life. He's not gonna be menacing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like he's clumsy. He lost two. <clears throat> or like a uh, you know bad guy like you know, James Bond like you know put the guys with the fucking eye patch. It's like, well, this guy's not gonna shoot well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still better than a stormtrooper, but you know. Yeah, I'm just really glad David Copperfield's in this movie. <laughs> He's going to make the killer disappear. Uh, speaking of magician horror, the, uh, they did a remake of that Wizard of Gore movie with uh, Crispin Glover, and it's actually really good. You're, was, really? Yeah, it was one of those like Dimension Extreme movies, and it's actually uh, a pretty good movie. Just because yeah. I, I like Crispin Glover a lot, so really, he's a fucking weirdo. Anything he does, I think, you know. He is a total fucking freak. Uh, yeah. You see the, the stuff of him that you watch that old David Letterman interview? I've never seen it. Oh, man, it's great. He's got uh, long hair. It's like, what is it? Like It's like right sometime after Back to the Future came out, and he's clearly tripping acid like on David Letterman, and he like he gets all crazy, and at one point he almost kicks him in the face. Jesus. Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to check it out. Yeah, look at Crispin Glover, David Letterman interview. He's fucking high as shit, and he's just going nuts on the show, and can barely believe that he's I, I don't think he understands that he's there in front of an audience and then like two years later he was in a movie and he's wearing the exact same outfit with the same haircut it's really strange that is weird he's, he's a, a weird, weird guy he is weird I'll tell you. He, has a, he has a collection of like he was he came around at one time and he was doing like a a photo lecture and it was all like pictures of people with like down syndrome he's really fucking strange what Ooh. He's horror, just his life is, is a horror movie, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I respect him for that. But, uh, yeah, I, I I I can't believe that movie's good. I don't believe you. But <laughs> just because he's fucking out. weird. I, it's worth watching just because of Crispin Glover. It, yeah, I can you. see that. 
because he's a magician, you know, fucking killing people. I think it's cool that he's, you know, I didn't like that Willard movie, but I watched it anyway. But it's just that movie was terrible. Yeah, it's just That's him with so boring. It's him with rats, but it it doesn't happen to like the end. He's like, go forth, my rats. Yeah, I mean, it, it it was a great pitch for a movie. Crispin Glover in a remake of Willard as a creepy fuck who controls rats, and it was just, <laughs> so that was it's a, a selling point. Movie. And then, movie. It, it <laughs> sounds like they just shot it at his house. I mean, yeah. uh, his vacation home. Are, are you a Back to the Future fan? Uh, as I'm as fan as much as anybody. Likes right. That. What do you think of that? I just wanted to ask you this. This is random, but what did you? Th- I, they keep saying they're going to release the footage with audio somehow of the Eric Stoltz stuff. I just want to see it. Oh yeah, I want to see him totally fuck it up. <clears throat> yeah, I big time. Because you know, because yeah, he looks completely. Apparently, he was like wooden. Yeah, they said it just it didn't work. I mean, I actually like some stuff that Eric Stoltz is in. Uh, me too. But, me too. But yeah, apparently, he didn't work out in that movie. And I like like. You know, you know he hates it though. You know he's like sitting there going, "That ruined my goddamn career." He made good movies after that. He got to fuck Leah Thompson in a different movie. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So he got his he got his ups. It's cool. But I always I've read, but Crispin apparently I guess didn't do those sequels. I guess because he wanted so much fucking money, and they're like, "You're not like top billing. We'll just fucking put a guy in makeup." <laughs> I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was super easy to work with on set too. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing that dance from Friday Four. Yeah. Oh God, I love that. Thing. I do too, man. I, I have just a loop that's, of him doing wait, that dance. That's in three, isn't it? No, four. God damn, sure. Positive. Yeah, right. Four is the Christmas one. Yeah. We just did a Friday the Thirteenth marathon, but I passed out like some some way through number two because I was so fucking tired. That's the one. That's <laughs> the one that makes me tired too. But we actually did a, an episode, uh, you know, the podcast where we did four. And uh, that was really fun because that's that's your favorite film, right? It is. I love. It. I don't know. I just like that one. That's Corey Hames in that one, right? It, he is. Yeah, that was a great one. And Corey so, Feldman, yeah. Or felt whatever. The other yeah. Corey. We know you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one, one that's, that's not, not dead. dead. <laughs> the one that's just like dead. the molested one, not the dead one. <laughs> the yeah. Mo- the molested. Yeah, dead. That was, that's no, metal. he was mentioned in that Elijah Wood article where they're talking about the Hollywood like child sex ring. Yeah, I know. I was so surprised that he slept with Michael Jackson. I was so surprised. I was <laughs> alleged. <laughs> he alleged. alleged. The man was never ever convicted. <laughs> there was a lot of payouts, and you know, you got to wonder about parents that'll take a payout after their kid's been molested. Right. Sure. You'd be surprised. So, Most of them probably did. I paid well, I your mortgage. I'll see Corey on tour. <laughs> I don't know. I think Michael Jackson might have just been like a little in a, like weird as opposed to actually a fucking lech. I mean, I they know. might have like watched him whack off, but I don't think he did anything. I mean, who knows? I don't. I don't even know about that. Like, like I said, <laughs> his parents they take a fucking payout. Yeah. Like that's not justice. Like if you really wanted justice, you wouldn't take a fucking payout for your kid getting his fucking getting his butthole doodled. Like, no <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know. You're like, yeah, uh, uh, I'll take that. I want a theme park in the back of my house too. It's like, well, now the Cosby shit. That seems pretty legit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's just. That- I came up with a stupid joke about that. Actually, is uh, what is uh, Bill Cosby's dog's name? What's that? Spike. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was a stupid. joke. Yeah, it's very stupid. You know, I'm one of the it. reasons I'm actually – this sounds yeah. awful, but I'm glad that that happened to Bill Cosby because he used to just constantly slam Richard Pryor when I was growing up. And I was just like, fuck you. 
Yeah, well, he was like the clean guy. Yep, well. He's the one who said black kids need to pull up their pants. <laughs> front, I think it's, was that like in front of Congress or something? It's like, damn, Bill Cosby, you're a judgmental asshole. Jesus. <laughs> so, so how did she even meet the fucking eight-finger guy? I have no idea. I mean, they go to the same fuck theater, so I guess that's where. Uh, you know, he was sitting behind her. He's like, I like how you film your tapes for the mirror or whatever. I mean, is it technically fisting if he sticks that one in? <laughs> like, or is that just like, it's like, you know, because we had, I worked at a porn uh, warehouse and we couldn't, I had to like uh, watch porn basically all day. Really? Like, uh, I mean, we, had, we, we were like uh, one of the pioneers in streaming technology. Nice. And uh, so I had to like check the videos, check, you know, just make sure the sound was on and, and then like, you know, kind of cur- give it a cursory glance for shit we wouldn't carry. Sure. And we would put in, if all four fingers could go in, that was fine. But if a thumb went in, we couldn't take it. Wow. Well, no th- so no I'm just th- wondering th- what happens if you have like just a thumb and three fingers. Is mm. that is that still fisting? Because this guy is like, or no, he's got a thumb and two fingers. <laughs> That's not a fist. This guy's got like a little baby hand. He's, he's just fingering, I guess. Uh, and then this this scene makes no fucking sense. Yeah, what's going on here? He swings both ways. I don't know. No, it's uh, it's just it just jump cut <clears throat> to a guy buying. You find out it's the psychiatrist guy. It's like, oh well, just to let you guys know, he's gay, and then that's it. Nothing else happens. It's just like, Lucio Fulci, man, he's a master of building characters. You know? <laughs> just like this guy's gay, and back to uh, hetero fucking. This yeah. movie should just be called New York, horny and confused. <laughs> and uh, also, they did have sex, and he felt. What if she's got to get up and take a piss? What a dick. <laughs> leaves are all tied up. I'm sure he wants the piss, you know. With his, with his three fingers, he just... He's but a, she didn't die, so I'm not sure she's the killer. That's a Sennheiser 421 microphone. That's because I'm a dork. <laughs> now, the doctor worked at a, a, a porno shop. I did. You know, and, uh, managed one for almost almost nine years. And, you know, you... You managed a porno shop? Well... I was, yeah, sort of, but it was just, it was just a fucking nightmare, you know. <laughs> I, t- I tell you where I told Corey where I fucked up though. I, the local news media, I could have been blackmailing them. I'd be a millionaire now. Oh damn! <laughs> the people that came in and rented stuff, I should have been blackmailing them. I'd like miss the weatherman my... would come in and rent shit. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was funny was that, that kind of a funny story. He would come in. He's married. He would do the 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 spots during the holidays. You know, during Christmas, like. Hi, I'm, you know, Mark Packer. This is me and the Packer family, and we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. But, you know, he would come in my store drunk and rent gay porn. <laughs> and I would always have stuff flashing on his account. Like, on his, it was very simple. So on his account was this flashing fudge packer, and he would come in. Because <laughs> he was a dick. I didn't care that he was a closeted gay. I, what bothered me was he would come and just be a drunk dick. And so I would put that on there, and my manager thought it was fucking hilarious. Every time he'd ring it up, it's flashing that. It's this fudge packer asterisk, instead yeah. of Matt Packer. Yeah. And there was another guy named Ken Schwall that did, like, these like hometown wholesome stories, and he would come in and, re- and rent tranny porn. So on his account, it said Schwall's balls. Nice. But he was but the reason. I, again, I'm not making fun of him for coming in and being closeted and doing that stuff. I was making fun of him because they came in and they were drunk assholes. That's always good. Yeah, they, no, you know, I, they talked to me like I was some kind of fucking leper. Give me my porn, leper. That's my yeah. I had a uh, bandmate who worked at a, a pretty famous strip club. I think it's closed now. I can't remember, but it was a strip club in san francisco and he, he would tell me about all the weird celebrities that would come in for private showings and 
that they were the girls would be like, oh great, like this other that was newscasters and shit would come in, right? Or uh, it was like one wasn't no, it was an NPR personality on our the local station. Oh wow! And just like want to come in and just humiliate these girls, but then like you know you hear him on the radio in the morning, and I hear I, I heard his interviews and he's like this nice guy like you know with his progressive shit you know talk going on like typical NPR. Then he goes into the, lusty lady at night and screams like you're a cunt you're a bitch <laughs> like pretty cool dude i guess that gets all your steam out so you can like you know fight climate change or something right <laughs> be nice for 30 minutes on the radio yeah yep. i just wonder if the weatherman was like predicting golden showers for the next week <laughs> <coughs> it'll be cloudy with a chance of gay porn <clears throat> yeah this should just be lucio fulci's Sexually frustrated, <laughs> Lucy yeah, Fulci. It's like he's not jacked off in like a year. I don't know. It's just I don't understand. <laughs> There's very little point to much of this. It's just he's like that's another sex scene. I mean, I mean she's scared what because the she just heard on the radio they're looking for the guy missing two fingers. Right. And she's like, oh my god, what have I done? It's like, well, you done a suspect, but you know, it's all right. It happens. But he called the dude and said, like, I think you're gonna like this. <clears throat> So she's just like wigging out and then he's, it's like, he's still sleeping while you're running. Cause he's all Wait, right. The exit was closed in the hotel. <laughs> like it's locked. He locked the exit. That's an emergency exit. <laughs> that is clearly a code violation. I want to speak to your uh, fire marshal immediately. <clears throat> yeah. Just everything's magically locked and the guy's fucking asleep. So. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Lucio that, Fulci's lingerie under raincoat. I'd be so bummed. How are you going to get like you, you got to get to like the second floor to get the ice? <laughs> and all the all the emergency exits are closed. And the ice maker's probably down too if their exits are closed. Oh. And then boom, stilettoed. Awesome. Oh, all the way up. And then that's really fucking nice too. Oh, quacking. Nothing scarier than quacking. <laughs> Howard the Ducks, the killer. Yeah. Then this oh. this fucking uh, mayor guy is just like uh, he looks like he's fucking half dead. I don't know what what makeup they put on him. I don't know why he looks like he does in this well, film. Because his wife just died. <laughs> but yeah, he he looked dead before. I guess all he does he's is been whack up all night listening to those tapes. Yeah, he just like never sleeps. He just like whacks off. All the, jacked all the blood out of his system. Yeah, that's what it looks <laughs> like. <laughs> oh man, he's just. He's she was a out. perfect mate. You never mated with her. You sent her to porno theaters to fucking make tapes. He's <laughs> bitching that his wife's dead. And he's like, I'll never get tapes. He's like, oh, put that tape player away. I'm he's so like, God damn it, right now I have to go to get the tapes. I don't want to get the tapes. Yeah, he just looks... Maybe better. this is something out of Fulci's private life. He would send some chicken to get to finger bang herself while she watched live sex shows in Italy, and he had her record them. Probably. And then he just wanted to, like, kill everybody at the same time, so it's like, you know. It's a little, little of both. Fucking intense eyeball acting going on here. <laughs> These guys are fucking upset. That's foreshadowing for the inevitable Fulci eyeball gore. It's like Yeah, see, I know. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> you see that. all these eyeballs? Well, an eyeball is going to get uh, had here in a little while. Always, always. That's a signature move. There's at least that one. And, that and total misogyny. Right. <laughs> well, we've already got plenty of that. Yeah, Fulci's got a real problem with women. <laughs> He's. I don't know if he was ever married or had a wife. I I wouldn't 
even fuck with that if I had seen his movies. Just be like, like dude, you're on your own. You're never going to get, like, Wes Craven always has, like, the Ellen Ripley type character, and Fulci's like, ah, dead in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get naked first, like, not not Friday the 13th naked, I mean, like, butt-ass bush naked. Yeah, I gotta see, gotta see some lips, gotta <laughs> see some moose knuckle. <laughs> Who's your favorite horror director? Oh, shit, that's a fucking rough one. Uh, cause, oh, I mean, okay, you can name a few, how about that? Well, okay, no, I mean, actually, that's pretty easy. John Carpenter is, like, hands down. He's got the best, like, long run of really good movies all in a row. See, I'm so depressed. That's my favorite. That's And that's what I was – I just regret it now because that's – that's he's hands down to me. He's – Yeah, he's, he, he started chunking it in the 90s pretty hard. He hasn't really – Oh, I agree. But, man, he's got a solid fucking base of movies. Yeah, yeah, more than most. Like, I mean, you know, like – there's like you know, Wes Craven has you know you get Nightmare on Elm Street, it's fucking great, and then you get Shock, and you're like, oh my god, like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? I love Shocker was uh, was ambitious, you know. Uh, I like I like Mitch Pileggi a lot. No, it's but, a funny uh, movie, but yeah. it's not a, it's not like a great horror movie. Like Nightmare, no. the first Nightmare on Elm Street's creepy as fuck. It's really right. good. And Hills Have Eyes is great, you know. Yeah, that one's good. He, so he's got some good stuff, you know. Like and Sam Raimi too. He's like he made you know one of my fucking favorite movies ever but then he started just doing oddball comedies and drama and it's and they're not bad but i mean they can't really call him a horror director no what's your favorite sam raimi evil dead 2 oh yes. yeah that movie's great that's the best i mean that's that's i mean I, you can talk to any horror fan i'm pretty sure that's gonna be it's my favorite and you know sorry. army of darkness i fucking love but uh yeah, I, I always liked. Long. I always favored two over the first one you know oh yeah yeah me too i mean the first one's like it's, it's got slow. its charm but it's yeah. it's Obviously made by people getting you know their feet wet, right. making an actual movie. Do you have a favorite Carpenter? Uh, Jesus, no, no, because there's too many. Uh, <laughs> how about okay? How about this? My how about favorite three? All time are all are like like three of them are Carpenter. It's like uh, I mean, uh, I love uh, the thing is probably number one. Oh, and the movie's awesome. Like, just great quality movie. Scary. And then fuck, a, too. you know, Escape from New York. Then the sci-fi stuff, Escape from New York and fucking and Big Trouble in Little China. I could watch that just over and over. I know it's so good. Escape from New York's my favorite, I think if I had to just I remember seeing that at a ki- as a kid at the drive-in when my uncle took me to see it and I was like, "Fucking Snake Plissken's awesome." All my friends are like, "Han Solo." I'm like, "Nah, Snake Plissken." <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude. Han Solo's a loser. It's like <laughs> I was money. such a huge fan of that, and I, you know, I, I don't know it. I take some of his movies have grown on me more. Like I, for some reason now, like I didn't like it when I saw it at the theater, but I love In the Mouth of Madness now. I watched that recently because I never saw it at the theaters. So I was like, it, it's it's got a lot going for it. It gets a little wonky. It is. It's pretty fun though. And then what was the other one where they're like a bunch of college students hanging out? Prince um, of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. The movie's like, awesome. That movie's got some cool shit, but you could tell he's just like tired after They Live failed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, he's like, oh, just throw this piece of shit together. I need to fucking make the mortgage payment. They Live so good. <laughs> that's another good one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, too. That's the one I made my made my dad take me to the theater to see a fucking R-rated movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Because he's got, there's so much political satire in that movie too. It's like I, I don't know. Everyone I talk to, I don't think they get it. It's like it. I'll talk to him about. How could you not? It hits you over the. I know, yeah, but people, great. I swear to you, like I'll talk to people and they're just like, "Is that one of them aliens in it?" It's like, well, 
Well, I think that's same, the, the same problem that suffers like Starship Troopers, which is, I think is a brilliant Verhoeven movie. It, it is. That that's movie. a great movie. And I got friends who are like, it just looks like, what is it, like Star Wars with Barbie characters? I'm like, oh, you <laughs> don't get it at all. This is supposed to be like just over the top propaganda. Yeah, it's great. Like I don't like with the fascist uniforms. I don't know how you could fucking miss it. But. Yeah, and then if that doesn't get you, then it's like you know the obvious, uh, you know, where they they try you know the videos that they do. Yeah, like, the would kids. you like to know more? Would you? Yeah, and then the it's kid, the kids. They're doing their part. They're smashing. Yeah, and the smashing the cockroach is fucking funny. Fucking awesome. Yeah, that's it, great. It's like, would you like to know more? Here's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that one's really good. But yeah, and the other horror director. God damn, I'm not trying to like. Fucking going blank. I don't know. Here's you one I was going to... Are you going to go see John perform? Yeah, I got tickets for that in... Uh, uh, what is that? Out here, it's like June 16th or something. I got nice, it for my, man. Uh, for my wife's birthday. We're both going to go see that. Nice, man. That's fucking awesome. I did not opt for like the $200 maybe oh, well, yeah. John Carpenter tickets, but right. we got pretty good seats. You know, I would... I'm... He's one I would love to meet, but if he was a dick, I would just be like, uh, you know, it's like... I'm not sure I could take all the smoking. Yeah. <laughs> that guy never has a cigarette out of his mouth. No. <laughs> Fucking awesome. He looks like a burnt-up tobacco leaf now. <laughs> I know. It's pretty... He, he's right. He's on stage. just going to be like, you know... Is it, does he have a fog machine? It's like, no, he's smoking. It's like, all right. Here's you one. Kind of connect. Are you a Halloween 3 fan? We both love that movie. It's That's a fun fucking movie. It's so weird. I love it. Yeah. The, really the fucking music there. in it's awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I got yeah, that. Yeah, I, got, I fucking got an mp3 of that the halloween song it's awesome the chariot of pumpkins or whatever it is um, yeah it's, i was like halloween halloween <laughs> that one i could listen to that all day i had it as my ringtone the that like these mm. shitty halloween masks are really popular with the kids right like like fuck star wars toys i want this pumpkin mask yeah i think they're really cool and they actually made those where you can buy them and it's still kind of you know uh sketched out to buy one even though of course it's a film but it's just like if they actually put in those little uh, disc things that explode, you know, that would be like they did like a replica of it. I'd be actually kind of uh, wigged out to buy one. Actually, here here's one for you. Do, are you? I hate Rob Zombie. Do you hate him? Oh God, I, man. <laughs> okay, fuck. I hate that fucker's movie so much. I, thank you. I just, I don't understand. Everybody knows like he's he's fucking extreme, man. All right, so I'm going to go get a Mountain Dew and fucking Red Bull and some booze and watch Rob Zombie's fucking extreme. I mean, I watched House of a Thousand. My sister was like a big fan. She thought he was, my older sister, she thought he was sexy, whatever. So she's like, oh, come see House of a Thousand Corpses with me. No one else is going to go see this movie with me. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. We'll go watch a horror movie together. It'll be fun. And I go and see it and we're just like, first of all, it's like, I think it was like opening weekend and there's three people in the fucking theater besides us and two walk out. Right. And I was, and we wanted to walk out, but I was like, Justin, you want to, my sister, I was like, you want to leave? And she goes, nah, let's just see it to the end. We already paid the money. And I was like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> There's like one good scene in it. Like, cause you know, I, I'll, I'll understand that every piece of shit has a kernel of corn. Right. But like that part where like the guy, it's just like 30 seconds and it's just like sitting there silent with the gun to the guy's head. Right. And it pulls up and it's just like, Oh yeah hang moment it just hangs you and it's just like you're sitting there what the fuck where he executes like, that cop or whatever yeah. like i like whenever uh, they kill chris hardwick i thought that was nice yeah that, well the beginning because i don't like fun. chris hardwick i fucking hate chris hardwick so for him to die in a bunny suit is pretty funny he's the t- <laughs> he's the turdest not the nerdest <laughs> the turdest. Well, that's another one like you're not a fucking nerd go fuck yourself you're on like a dating show you're like living holly fuck off right <laughs> 
get mad. I get mad because I was getting called schoolboy and nerd all through my fucking, you know, and I'm sitting at home by myself reading comic books and watching Red Dwarf late at night on PBS. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> that movie's no, fucking, fucking insane. <laughs> the, um, uh, no, but he, you know, I, I never understood, and, and, he was at a Fangoria convention I went to out in California years ago, and uh, Rob Midget Zombie, and and he's just there, you know, and he's just his shitty music, and you know, I'm standing there in a fucking rigor mortis shirt, and he's over there, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's like, man, you're a fucking troll asshole, and everybody, everybody's there just wanting to blow him. It's like he made a horror movie. A shitty fucking horror movie. That movie can't even decide what kind of movie it is. I, all he did was give you know careers to. I mean, I love Sid Haig, but and Bill Mosley. I guess I sort of like. I sort of don't. I don't know, but but I do like Sid Haig. But and I'm glad he gave him some money or whatever. And some of these other people he gave money to. But it's like. It's just it just makes me want to vomit, and he's always like, "I'm the ultimate horror fan." It's like I'm sure you do have a lot of shit because you're a millionaire. <laughs> that's like it's the same problem with J.J. Abrams. He's like a big fan of like Star Wars, but has no idea about like what you know what George Lucas was watching when he came up with that shit. Yeah, it was Flash Gordon, plain and simple. But I take Flash Gordon, Akira Kurosawa, and stuff, and it's like yeah. there's no his his it goes. There's they're schooled in like trashy hour and a half long movies, and don't like you know don't go back to where it like. I mean, the '70s movie directors were like, you know, aping famous photographers and shit. Right, right. You know, they were they they were much more nuanced in their visual skills. And there's a reason that stuff's effective, and the Devil's Rejects is a pile of shit. Right. <laughs> Although I, Bill Mosley was good in Devil's Rejects, I just think the whole movie was. He funny. is. I mean, like I said, but but I got to be honest with you. You know, from loving him as Chop Top as a kid, but I have trouble liking the guy now because he's. I mean, like every time we go to convention, he's there because of that bullshit, and I'm just like, I just like my my girlfriend's like, do you want to go? I'm like, no, I don't want to go fucking meet him. It's like I don't I don't want to sit there and have to fight him to sign something with Chop Top on it or fucking you know or Silent Night Deadly Night three or four or whatever the <laughs> hell it was he was in. I mean, I would rather him sign that than 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 some fucking. I'm the ambulance driver in in his shitty Halloween remake. It's like I don't want to fucking see this, and I we had somebody recently we interviewed it's like that halloween remakes the best it's like you're a fucking what? idiot yeah oh god no That's a, nobody's ever said that I i'm serious oh oh you know and it's well this person whatever but you know he also slammed some other stuff that i love but i was just like whatever you know but i don't care it wasn't anybody <laughs> we recorded or anything but you know it, it, it happens people you know say stuff and do dumb shit or whatever and i'm like well that's that's fine but i did i do i i fucking hate rob zombie like he makes me want to fucking puke no, like, but I, I mean i i gotta grant bill mosley that you know that autograph shit that's how those guys kind of make a living no 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 it's not that and, and like i said that, well, that's what i was saying earlier i'm i'm glad he re- gave them some life to go make some cash that's great okay that is a cool scene right there with the two fingers coming in to open the window <laughs> the, the times they, they get some fucking cool scenes and they just don't know how to fucking make a movie that makes sense right. it makes more sense than rob zombie movie or well, what i was gonna yeah, say about the same right i think he did go to <laughs> italian school of filmmaking yeah. house of a thousand corpses is like 50 different movies yeah trying to be well god did you watch that lords of salem that movie's horrible oh so boring Oh my god! It's the only cool part of that is watching his wife blow that priest. Yeah, that was. Well, I, I like it's supposed to be a period piece in the seventies, right? Right. And like, here's this like dreaded tattooed chick who's a DJ. I'm like, that wasn't a thing. Right. That never like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Just because you I have know. some couple records in the room, like, get out of my face. <laughs> well, here's here's what kills me about that guy too. I don't know if you saw this or keep up with this. I fucking I don't understand these people that are millionaires that use Kickstarter. 
Oh, yeah, I've always wondered that about that. No, I mean, I'm serious. Like, like if, if you know, a death metal band that I listened to was like, hey, we we're, we're really are broke, we need some money, I get that. Or just whoever that needs money. But when you're a millionaire, you're like, help fund my film. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, Rob Zombie did that with his new film. He's like, I want you to pay for my movie. Yeah, that movie. 33 turd or whatever the <laughs> hell it is he's got coming. He, he, it was fan-funded. It's like, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you an autographed copy, you know, of, of, of my troll self. It's like, and I'll, I'll just write, yeah. You know, it's like, I just don't, I don't get it, man. I don't understand. And they use that kick. i all autographs like that from now on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never liked him, man. White Zombie, all my friends. Well, look, I, and that's the other one that I get from everyone I know. It's like, well, I mean, I like White Zombie. I was like, I don't like any of it. I think it's shit. <laughs> uh, I thought Astro Creep 2000 had a fucking couple cool riffs on it, but it's it's it gets really old really fast. It's like just a bad Ministry knockoff. <laughs> and Min- Ministry <laughs> exactly. can fucking like, play a riff for way too long on a lot of their shit, but it's like, man, Rob Zombie took it to a new level. It's just it's basically just disco. Yeah, and you know and. <laughs> If you'll remember this too, I mean, I'm not a big ministry fan, but I mean, is it just me or did Rob steal his whole look from Al? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. just That's, he didn't uh, have to do the drugs to do it. He was just like, I'll drink some of your water. Yeah, yeah. Rob, I at least respect Rob, Al. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I, I like Al's work, but I'm not sure I can respect him as a person. He seems pretty fucking. Shit. No, he's pretty shit. But I just meant at least you know he was the one that came up with the because I remember like. Totally, White Zombie was like he was like trying to look like I'm gonna wear the cowboy hat and do. I'm just like, wow, you're Al Jorgensen too. I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it is a whole thing. It's just that the, the late '90s was kind of a sad period. People were just trying to find. Oh, it's way. just you know, I didn't. Death metal shows were going on in like the basements of libraries, and meanwhile, <laughs> like you know, new metal and shit was fucking Sunny trying to figure Arenas. out where the fuck to fit in in pop culture. <laughs> yeah, I don't. We were just talking with somebody the other day. It just—it's just like to me, the new plague is deathcore. I think that stuff is absolutely shit. It's going away though slowly. It's—it's. It's, oh yeah, that's uh, I've already, noticed that's it. already waning. Yeah, big time. I'm glad. Yeah. It's, it used to, uh, you know, when they started doing stuff like the summer slaughter stuff. You know, the guy from uh, Sumerian. It's summer. Ch- it's summer stuff. cheddar, Corey. Yeah. But it's—they notice that they're not selling these deathcore bands into these death metal shows anymore because you know. I don't see them really anymore. Like they're not putting Whitechapel or Velvmilia no. on any of this shit anymore, and that's because the market is is changing rapidly. Well, it's still there. The, some of those it's are still there, but it's not as popular anymore because it's the same shit over and over again. No, it's actually a really good time, I think, to be a death metal fan right now. Yeah, it's, death metal's coming back, the, man. It's on the ascendant because I mean, you, you you can look at the time frame. We got a new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie coming out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So, like, you know, the, the 90s or the early 90s are kind of big again. The problem is then it's like, you know, new metal's going to cycle back in at some point. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I oh, think man, that... we're going to go through this whole... Oh, then we're going to get back to death and roll, and it's going like, oh, <laughs> I think Christ. the uh, deathcore kind of dampened the, the new metal shit, because that's basically what they were trying to do, is like, well, we're we're corn fans that listen to a Cannibal Corpse song, so we're yeah. going to form a band and just, you know... And then we're going to, three albums later, we're going to do clean singing, clean vocals, and we're just going to try to make money, but that's not going to work either, so it's like... Well, I always uh, like it, because they, you know, they, they got a rough, like, it's like the living mullet, they've got like a fucking, you know, <laughs> in the back, they're all metal, and then up front, they're like sensitive, you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to scream for a while, but don't forget, I got feelings. 
<laughs> You're like, listen, guys, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> See, I, I make we make fun of Whitechapel quite frequently on the show, and uh, it's. Uh, have you guys played shows with them before? No, I never played with Whitechapel. Oh, I wow. don't think they're 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 ten they're tennis pros by day, but they're they're extreme when they tour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. I, I, I went through a lot of that shit and had to play with a lot of bands. Like they're used to like uh, that was like in the early two thousands and mid mid two thousands. You'd get these fucking. We had to do some shows. Like a pale went out with like uh, was it uh, Napalm Death? We're like awesome, and then supporting them was uh, uh, oh fuck some metalcore band. You are against the son of the child Rosewood or something. <laughs> I can't remember. They were fucking terrible, and they, and then the best part we were laughing because we only did like a week of the shows, and we were just like opening the bill, and so we right. had like it'd be like us, and then like three deathcore bands, and then Napalm Death. It was a fucking wretched billing. Mm, it's bullshit. And, uh, it's like you think Impaled would be a lot higher up than that, but you know. Nah, nobody likes Impaled. But the and, uh, you know. But they 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 this guys like they were no, they were like a known Christian metalcore band. Oh and God. <laughs> There's a lot of that. Barney Greenway every night was giving a big speech about how religion is bullshit. And we're like, that's got to be the best tour bus ever. That's it's awesome. Like the most tense tour bus. Nobody's <laughs> friends on there. Now, I will say about uh, Impaled, I think, uh, you know, Impaled is one of the most overlooked death metal bands. I think that's essential we're shit. We're both huge fans, God, man. It, that shit's fucking... Impaled's fucking sick. It's... You know, even if you're just a horror movie fan, you like that shit. I mean, it just sounds like a horror film, your guys' music. But, uh, yeah, you know, that and, you know, when we talked to Tobias with Vomitory, I was telling him as well, it's like, you know, Impaled and Vomitory are some of my favorite bands, and those are two very, very overlooked death metal bands. And it's it's essential shit, you know. Uh, Mondo Medical, even if, uh, you know, you're just a if, – if those album covers don't grab you, I don't understand how you like death metal. I just don't, you know. Well, I've, I've seen a few bands. I mean, I definitely think we've been overlooked in some regards, but I also know that we're a fucking pretty messy live show, and we don't necessarily impress on first impression. I enjoy that, though. Like I, I mentioned, uh, you know, I'm not really a polished death metal guy when I see live. I want it to be raw and just fucking whatever. That's the whole point of death metal to me is that it's, you know, if you're a perfectionist and you want everything to sort of sound clean and all that stuff, that's great if you want to sound as good as possible. But I think... Uh, if you're a death metal band, you play fucking raw as shit. That's my, you know, that's so what I want. You're, you're a big Rings of Saturn fan. Like oh god, <laughs> <laughs> those guys are fucking terrible. That was uh, I went to a show this, but uh, when I recorded, oh. uh, I showed up to watch. It was like a what was, it, was the tour? It was Exhumed and Rings of Saturn. I forget who was headlining, but weird. Like uh, you know, Matt was like, "Hey, you want to come out to this?" this is before I was playing again with Exhumed. He's like, "You want to come to the show?" I was like, "Yeah, cool. Meet you there." And then I couldn't find him, and I'm watching Rings of Saturn, and I'm texting him. And I'm like, Matt, I fucking hate you for making me come to this stupid fucking show. <laughs> and they're like, with there was like a rumor with their band where it's like they speed up their uh, their recording so it's way faster, and then it's like, oh, no. Yeah, they, and they all got mad at each other and broke up, didn't they? And no, like they're still guy. they're still a fucking band because I guess they make a little bit of money. I don't know how that works for them, but. You know, for a while, everyone started hating them because it was like they're speeding up their shit, and they're like, "No, we're not." And then when you see them live, it's like half the speed. So it's like, "Yeah, you guys are speeding up your shit." You know, he's All like, right. "No, I can totally play the guitar riff uh, just as fast." It's like, yeah, but your drummers, I, I, you know. I gotta get back to this movie because this guy's taking a safety razor, not a safety, but whatever, a razor blade. And he's gonna cut this chick up. I think this is the. Uh, 
I was reading about this scene is uh, why this movie got banned in the UK for like 20 years. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess they film. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a, a nipple cut. Yeah, the nip cut later nips. Oh, <laughs> uh, he he, tra- he he teased us with that one. He's going down down south there. Oh, uh, the good old blood tube behind the blade trick. There we go. <laughs> Whew, that is nice. That's actually. Looks like when I cut my hand one day, it looked like that kind of. Oh, that's looking pretty good. Oh, it's gristle. It's looking it's really gross. Nice. Yeah. So, it's just yeah, zooming in on the nipple, but he's not. Really there we go. Ah. Oh, here Ooh. we go. Shit. Oh, gnarly. That oh. that hurt my nipple a little bit. Oh. God you gotta, damn. You got, oh. God. <laughs> Oh, I can understand. Really? That's that's really nice, but that that's like, looks like a piece of fucking like uh, some oh. kind of gelatin cupcake. And here we go, the inevitable. We got it. Oh, this is the. I was gonna hurt the back of my fucking knees so bad. Ugh. Oh, that had to suck. She actually got fucking caro syrup in her eye. Ooh, eyeball gore time. Oh, that looks good. <laughs> Thank you, Falchi. That's. I still kind of like the zombie one where the, uh, you know, the, oh, the, the wood. Yeah, the, the wood. wood that's pretty nice. Oh, that's brilliant. And uh, okay. when you buy it, the home video of it, in the back it says uh, a new level of uh, eyeball violence or something. It's pretty nice. Uh, like that's his big thing. Yeah, it's a new level of eyeball go- right. violence. Well, eyeball violence. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's a very niche genre. Uh, but yeah, I would fucking well, huge. have a heart attack. <laughs> He's like, fuck, I should do another Bond film instead. This is I can't ridiculous. believe he hasn't died having sex yet with this <laughs> But I, I fucking love Impaled and Exhumed. You guys are really overlooked. Even Exhumed, too, I don't think has been at the place it should have. Uh, you know, Gore Metal still will always be my favorite record from Exhumed. Um, that was a fun record. Yeah, it was, it was. Actually, that record was a total pain in the ass to record. Was it? <laughs> it was not the best situation. And just looking back, when you look back and you're like a dumb kid getting drunk every day in the recording studio, sure. what the fuck's like, Jesus Christ, this sounds like shit. Holy <laughs> fuck, this sucks. I've been there before. It was fuck my vocals up. It's like, why did I just drink like I was cool and then now I'm going to go to the vocal booth? It's like, you can't do that. Now my uh, throat is like concrete. Yeah, no, me, and, me and Matt had a lot of talks about that around the re-recording. We were like, man, there was like so many cooks in this kitchen. Oh, gnarly. Oh, he cut her panties in half. That re-recording is... One of the discs is just the original album, right? Yeah, they, I thought they did a pretty cool thing because I, I I can say they because I wasn't jamming with right. them. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they decided to to, to uh, package it together with the old and the new recording, which I thought was really cool and fair. Which would have been cool to do. Impaled re-recorded our first record too. Nice. Totally separate planning. <laughs> like the, there was no talking. Just exhumed and impaled have always been on similar paths. Right. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of Bay Area fucking connections i guess we're just all the same kind of idiot and uh i would have loved to have included the first record but the whole reason impaled re-recorded the first record uh a large portion of the reason was that legally we can't do anything with the first record because that's uh that's owned by the old label that we had a kind of a fallen out with and oh, is that is that why all that stuff's hard to find oh yeah no yeah, my mono medicali that good luck i don't think that'll ever be back in print i just spent 32 dollars on it huh <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. You know, no, it's okay. That, you know, there's the internet, right? <laughs> I know. I like physically having it, and I, I had it a long time ago, and I had a bunch of my shit stolen. So. Oh okay. But yeah, yeah that was that was a good one. Uh, it was fun, but yeah, like we that was uh that was the one that got us in big trouble with the label. We were already kind of on the outs with them, and then uh, 
the last song on that, if you read the lyrics, it's basically a giant metaphorical slam on Necropolis Records. <laughs> which they put it out, and then the guy who ran it uh, was, uh, you know, he's like, oh, it's a great record, it's a great record. And then finally he read the lyrics, and I got a call, and it was threatening my life. God. Yeah, he said, I'm going to get, yeah, he's a, it was the best. It was a drunk Englishman talking to me, going, I'm going to get my soccer hooligan fans. <laughs> we're going to come there, and we're going to thrash you, man. <laughs> beat you up. So I gave him my address. <laughs> he never showed up <laughs> of course not and we've, we've, we've met since then and you know things have been a little more peaceable but the uh, negotiations to get the record back in sure. some kind of form has uh, not not really panned out because it's like oh we met at a show and Paul's drunk again uh, I guess we're not talking contracts tonight <laughs> <laughs> it, that, even that, that stuff on willow tips out of print isn't it uh, I'm not sure what he's been keeping in print but you know he's like a very small kind of one and a half man operation right and uh you know it's not like he's got a lot of uh uh uh, motivation to keep impaled in check when impaled is pretty much probably never going to do a real tour ever again so we're going to be playing uh impaled's going to be going to the netherlands next year to play ndf the netherlands death fest that the guys who do mdf put on that's awesome now you guys were there a few years ago uh then you play then you guys play at maryland death fest uh, yeah, we played. Uh, we got a last minute booking because they had a cancellation, so we had two weeks to figure our shit out together and get uh, us all out there. And that includes Leon, our old guitar player vocalist, because we kind of folded him back in for the live show since we did the re-recording. Right. So, because he's also just a fucking awesome dude to hang out with and just be a shithead with. Right. He giggles every time you say the word fart. <laughs> That's like me, you know. Yeah. So fart. <laughs> there we go. Right. It's you know. Grew up yeah, with so Nickelodeon we, we and that, We had a great fucking show. That was so much fun. And then we played the next. Then we flew out the next day to play Mexico City with uh, Carcass, and that was awesome. Nice. That is seems awesome. like a fun place to play with Carcass. I don't know. Yeah, that's Impaled in Carcass in Mexico just sounds great to me. Yeah. It was awesome. The only, uh, only if I have one complaint, it was Jeff Walker's shoddy Spanish. <laughs> that guy really loves trying to speak Spanish. He's like, trying to do it on stage, and it was it like Bulgaria didn't help any, I guess. We met him yeah, a couple years ago. He was shit hammered. Yeah, he was. You know, he was signing my stuff, and he's like, "You're gonna put it all on eBay." <laughs> he's, a, he's a bit of a sardonic fella. <laughs> he was cool. Bill was way more hands on, I thought, but yeah, no, he, Bill, like they all seem uh, pretty. I think Jeff just has to be taken with like a giant boulder of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's this chick with one arm? She is. Uh, oh, wait, it's another character that makes no sense to the. Yeah, movie. that just reveals that like there's supposed to be twists, but it's just like you can't have a twist without a build up or something that happened where you kind of saw it coming. It's just like uh, this is uh, the killer's daughter, and uh, basically you figure out. Oh fucking reveal, dude! Nice yeah. One. Wait, I thought this chick just died. Oh, it's a different. God, I can't keep these blonde, blue-eyed Italian. Immigrants in, in check. <laughs> Basically, you, you find out he has a sick daughter, and that's why he kills hot women because his daughter will never grow up to be a hot woman because she has one arm uh, and she's I don't know bleeding from the eyeballs. I don't know. I've seen some amputee porn that was pretty hot. <laughs> it's amputee clown, that, clown the, porn. Is always the best. All over me. No. <laughs> He just won't give her a chance. He should just kill himself because that's I mean, fucked that's up. Like the twi- what's the what's the Argento? It's not opera, but the one with the it just all of a sudden. 
there's two. Didn't he have two like like dwarf killers in his movies? Yes. Creepers, uh, Creepers has one. Like all of a sudden at the end, there's just like a this creepy dwarf mutant kid that comes out of nowhere to kill, try to kill Jennifer Connelly. There's that. Oh yeah. There's that. Oh, other Inferno. One. Yeah. Is that is it? Is that the other one? I no, think there's, so. there's one where they they think it's a doll, but it's actually a dwarf. Is it is it phenom? Is that phenomenon? Phenomenon's the one cre- uh, with Jennifer Connelly. Okay. Yeah. Where there's she's like escaping from all this from this fucking craziness, and she has bug powers. <laughs> no, there's another Italian film, but it's not a. I don't think it's Argento, but it's this uh, guy looking for his daughter, and she's in like a red raincoat or some shit. And then at the end, it's some, like, really tiny old lady, and it's just fucking weird. I don't remember That's what movie that is. Yeah, I don't What's, remember which uh, one that is. It's not Sleep... Was it Sleepless? No, it is. It's, well, that is another dwarf killer. <laughs> Sleepless, the one with... That's actually a really good movie for two-thirds of it, and then it turns into a fucking total bullshit by the end. <laughs> but, yeah, it's got a... What, yeah, Sleepless is the one with uh, Max von Sydow's in it. Oh wow! Yeah, really, he's really good in it. I saw, yeah, that, and it's like really creepy. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there's a dwarf who's killing people. That is completely unexplained. Another J.J. Abrams thing I hate. It's like, let's just kill everybody that's cool in this movie. Oh, we'll kill Max von Sydow on this in the beginning of the movie. Thanks. Yeah, asshole. that was. What the fuck was? Oh my god, I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started on that fucking movie. It won't end. <laughs> Everything. The park. Uh, I don't know who talks here. Is it, who starts talking here? Me or you? I forget how it goes. It's like, oh, yeah, we all know movies. Yeah, movies. <laughs> like, if, can you imagine, like, Carrie Fisher yelling that at Darth Vader? Like, oh, who goes first here? Me or you? I forget how it goes. <laughs> you your sardonic wit. Go, go to hell. That's how this the whole... space opera. This is how the new, the whole new Ghostbusters is going to be, too. It's like, oh, you do... Yeah, you go. Okay, you go. <laughs> that Ghostbusters looks fucking wretched. <laughs> Ah, fuck you guys! I'm totally gonna go see it. You're gonna go see? <laughs> God damn! I got I got a massive crush on uh, what's her name, Kate McKinnon. That's the only yep. reason. That's the only thing where I'm like, I don't know, but because it's her first feature film, I'm pretty sure, and I really like her in SNL. But I just she's like the best on SNL. I don't know. I'll and just I love uh, wig on SNL too. See, so I like the the women. That that's not the problem. It's that Paul Feig asshole. I don't know. I don't like the shit that I don't like the bridesmaids or that stuff. Love the love the actors are great, but the whole. See, I, I like know. bridesmaids, and then I saw the one he did after that uh, with most the spy movie. I watched it on a plane yeah. one time, and I was like, ah, "This is a plane movie." It's like I I can pay attention to this because I'm on a plane and I have no other choice. <laughs> had some jokes, you know. It, it had jokes. Right, but it wasn't. It wasn't like awesome. That's the thing, you know. Uh, who's the cancer of comedy? Who's that guy that I hate? The cancer of comedy. Knocked up and oh, Judd Apatow. I fucking hate that fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm through with him. I'm sick. No, I mean every movie's the same. It's like, hey, hey, it's so funny, but then there's something serious and tragic. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no. He's he tries to hit you in the feels. He's 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 like a, he's got a formula down that works. And you know it's it gets fucking. Well, now it's he makes the same movie every other year. Yeah, I mean it was like there was a charm the first time you saw it where you're like, well, these people are kind of. It's kind of like Kevin. The first time you saw a Kevin Smith movie, like you're like, well, I never heard people talk like this in a movie before. Right. You know, and then like by the by the fucking fourth movie, you're like, Jesus Christ, this is just how Kevin Smith talks. This right. Is so it's just a bunch of uh, metaphors and similes the whole movie and it's jokes. Yeah, it's like, like Reservoir look- Dogs too. Like yeah. never heard like like criminals make pop culture references and then right. by the time like. Guys in the old west are making pop culture references. I fucking shoot him in the face. But it's like you know you get tired of just insult humor after a while because it's like 
you know, you can. It's it's funny roasting somebody else eventually, but it's it gets tiresome and it's just like you know. Now you sound like a Lil Wayne song. You're just like constant. You're, well, it, you're it, like this. Well, you like the you know. Judd Apatow. I'm sick of him putting his gnarly anorexic wife in every film too. It's like <laughs> who's his wife? Um, Leslie Mann. She's like the. Uh, oh, that singer. No, she's a um. Is she a singer? She's oh. in. She's in all those Apatow movies. She's like the. She's uh, she's uh, in Forty Year Old Virgin. She's the bitch that drunk drives and like pukes on him or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's in like all his movies. It's just like it's the Rob Zombie from I Got to Put You in Here because you tell everybody you're a star. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Moon, 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 moon unit zombie. Moon unit zombie. So wait, is this chick the New York Ripper? Because I haven't been paying attention. That's the only thing that gets you. No, You're the like, dude, the, dude's, the yeah, dude's the Ripper, right? It's the dude for sure. But uh, she just like took him out with like that. That's done. <laughs> now she's. That's it. He gets a fucking. We get a sweater cut. I want some fucking gore, Fulci. You gave us that great eyeball scene. He was like, "Well, I already did the eyeball, so you know, that's what you get." Yeah, he's just. Is that seriously it? He just got. Done? It's the sweater massacre. Jesus Christ, fuck you, Lucio Fulci. You fucking <laughs> suck. <laughs> no, oh, there he is. Quack, quack, quack. Quacky. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to strangle you like my turtleneck. He's <laughs> <laughs> no, just going to... sweet turtleneck. He's just so passionate about his uh, daughter. Oh! oh. Okay. Payoff. Nice. Nice. That was, a, that was a good cheek. I've never seen a cheek shot. He's like, fear eyes only, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then there you got uh, the, uh, the, duck. the little duck. It all makes sense now. It's like uh, he does a little. He calls her quacking. That's just so weird. <coughs> he kills. He kills this father. Kills prostitutes while quacking, and then also talks to his daughter while quacking. That's that. That is an extra level of creep. <laughs> Fulci nails it. He's just a goddamn weirdo. Oh, then we get the expository ending where she explains it all. Yeah. Even though they totally understand, because he's like, hey, man, I wouldn't have shot him in the fucking jaw if uh, I didn't know he was crazy. <laughs> that guy's like, you're going to be fun. We're going to go to my house and look at my magazines. <laughs> yeah, like, don't worry. I can touch you. I'm gay. We'll take him to the beat-off theater. So. Why the fuck was he like that? Why did he have to be buying porno mags? Well, I have not. To throw you off like you might think he's a gay guy killing all the prostitutes in New York? I think at the time, even, you know, I... Uh, I guess Fulci wanted to offend people by, you know, it's like, hey, he's getting gay porn in, in New York, you know, you guys are You know, gay. really, he's actually a very progressive character because he turns out that he can enjoy gay porn and be a capable scientist. <laughs> Maybe Fulci's that's, that's, yeah. that's the big statement going on here. Fulci's actually a really progressive guy, except for women. <laughs> he hates the fuck out of women. Well, he loves ducks, but he hates women. I have a question for you. Do you... The impaled shirts and stuff I see on on eBay is that all boot stuff? Uh, no, most of that's a lot of. I mean, there might be some. I don't, I can't keep track of that shit. But there's a lot that comes from this place, uh, Hangar 19. It's a local guy. So Hangar 19 is legit. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we we let, we give him he gives us royalties for sure. Okay, cool. He's totally cool. I was looking for a shirt, so I was like, I wanted to ask. I didn't know if that was a good place to. Yeah, yeah, he's got he, he's all over eBay, and he's got his. Uh, I'll go ahead and plug his website, punkstuff.com. Okay, awesome. So he has like uh, you know he, he carries a lot of shit like uh, impaled and ghoul and stuff like that. So yeah, for those, yeah I, I noticed he had the ghoul stuff as well. So. Yeah, for those yeah. of you listening, go to punkstuff.com and buy some fucking merch. 
gets you actually get royalties out of that. That's cool. And it goes straight to the yeah. source. I like that. I can just go ahead and plug. Uh, go ahead and go to Indie Merch and look for Ghoul shirts there. That's a pretty good band. You should buy yeah, Indie Merch has some good stuff uh, as yeah. well. They got, you know, uh, they pretty much everything, stuff, yeah. really. Uh, They're pretty awesome printers, man. Yeah. The shirts come out great. Uh, the new aborted stuff came out from, you know, all the aborted stuff actually uh, has been put out on Indie Merch, like their, you know, the Retro Gore album and their last bunch of shit. You know, they package a lot of stuff in. They have quite a few uh packages you can buy of all different kinds of stuff and isn't that where and, metal blade uses most of their yeah yeah, yeah. metal blade yeah, they, they, they've gotten pretty big uh indie merch is, they, uh, they call themselves indie merch they're probably putting a lot of indie guys out of business because it's <laughs> so good Rot. and uh yeah they have you know that band ghoul that you mentioned they got a lot of their stuff on there so you buy their stuff too and um yeah story by a bunch of fucking idiots <laughs> reading the credits I love that like, these guys just get like all these Italian filmmakers just need to go on vacation in New York for a couple weeks and make a crappy movie <laughs> so overall your uh, your thoughts on the on the quack film it's like every Fulci movie man it's like great <laughs> gore and just utter garbage in between <laughs> garbage. I mean, he, he tries to he set up a police a hot looking chicks that will get naked for him so yeah. well, I guess I'll hand him that like zombie all those movies I was like, at least this one, like, uh, it, uh, it, the Beyond is, like, one of the ones I get so mad at. I'm like, those pipe cleaner fucking spiders, I can't take it. No. It's like, but, uh, yeah. But then it's like the gore happens. You're like, cool, eyeball kill, but it's like I had to sit through 90 minutes of really, really shitty Italian-English dialogue to get there. <laughs> I think the worst one is uh, House by the Cemetery, if you've ever seen that one. That's pretty rough. It's that fucking annoying-looking Italian kid that's in that film the whole time is yeah. the most annoying shit of that movie. It's like, I don't know, sometimes if, if people, just though I, I'm not, I try not to be a judgmental piece of shit, but it's like, if your face annoys me, I don't want anything to do with you. And I, Nobody can help that, but it's like, that's in that movie, that kid makes that whole movie unbearable because I just hate his face. I love when they have Italian ki- kids in the Italian movies because they always get dubbed by an obviously adult woman. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, mammy, mammy. It's just like, oh my god, I can't handle this. Yeah, his- I was going to mention that we were spiking because uh, I wanted to fucking slam Rob Zombie some more. Yeah, please, please <laughs> do. I actually want to recommend what I thought was pretty good was that, uh, as far as like a throwback kind of period piece, like sure. kind of harkening back to the 70s, was The House of the Devil. Yeah. I like that one a lot. They made a remake of that, didn't they? Well, that's uh, the, the 2000. No, it's, well, no, it was a 2009 movie. Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's just a newer movie. Okay. Yeah, it's a newer movie, and it's like it's like kind of it's like nebulously set in the '80s, kind of, and like so there's no cell phones and shit like that. Cool. But it's like a really quiet build-up horror movie. I, I you know I like shit like that. Then it's got you know then it kind of pays off at the end with like you know some satanic cult shit, but oh, there's yeah. some good kills and but yeah, it's like really creepy and quiet. I which like I, you know I like shit like Rosemary's Baby and stuff. Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome. House of the Devil. Yeah, House of the Devil. That was a new. That was like as far as a throwback movie. I thought was that was one of the cool. I'll ones. love to check that out. Yeah, it's really it's it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I like the you know with modern horror. It's just I can't take it seriously. Like if you ever saw Scream Four, it's like it's like a you know a Wes Craven movie with iPhones. I was just like they're like seriously. All those movies are terrible. Did you? I hated are, but, all of those. But the newest one specifically, it's like they're using like Facebook and all. They're plugging all this modern shit. But it's like it's a huge. Uh, 
just I, I love that media plug. They, they, go to, they go to the internet and they have to like search gaggle.com or something. <laughs> uh, like, oh, get, like, there's nothing more exciting than a search engine scene. Yeah. It's fucking. Did, did you. Did, I'd say one of the worst things I saw. That it follows movie and everybody was just jerking off about it and I hated it. I haven't seen. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't. Seen I fucking it. hated it. And that that, that well, there was another one that everybody kept stroking off about, and I watched <laughs> it. That that uh, oh, uh, and it's a total play to the eighties, and it's terrible. Uh, oh, it's it's supposed to be like a slasher, and it's it's fucking horrible. Well, I remember when Hatchet came out, people were raving about that. I thought it was garbage. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for saying that. I. I I told Kane Hodder it was garbage and then ran. <laughs> he was like, I got. He He's like, did y'all want? Did you, he was to my girlfriend. He was like, did Did you guys want a Hatchet print? I was just like, no, those movies are shit. And then I just ran. <laughs> I'd rather watch Jason X than Hatchet. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I saw Jason X in theaters and I laughed my fucking balls off. Yeah, I think, and I was like, and the I, kills I, are good, you know. Uh, one I thought was pretty good that like I, I like Freddy vs Jason. I did too. Yeah. They're like, it's ridiculous. I was like, yes. It's, it's Freddy versus Jason, you know. It's not supposed to be uh, serious. Like, like, the dialogue is so dumb. I'm like, do you guys watch the original movie? <laughs> you guys like, watch horror films? Not yeah. Good. Like they're, I mean, they're rad, but they're not like well made over like cinema or something. They're fucking slasher movies. Right. What did you think of the '09 Friday the Thirteenth? I never saw that one. I, I kind of like, I didn't like the Texas Chainsaw. I watched 15 minutes of the Texas Chainsaw remake, turned it off. Didn't take it. <laughs> gotcha. I was, wasn't into it. And like, just the way that, you know, it was kind of like MTV cinematography. Like, <laughs> shit, like I was like, I was like, I don't need you guys to pander to me. Yeah, I was like, well, the, like House of Dell, like I was talking about, I liked that one. Cause it was like really slow moving. It didn't have quick cuts. It was, you know, it was like, it was filmed like it was from that time period. It didn't sure. just have somebody like playing a record, so you knew it was back in time. You know, the movie I was trying to think of a second ago was that Lost After Dark. Oh, I never, uh, I saw, never that. saw that. I didn't see that. It's one horrible. It's ho- I mean, if you if you know you grow up watching this, and I did in the eighties, and it's like they're trying to you know hey hey th- this is it's like no, and then the guy goes out and Fangoria's like I'm the king of horror. It's like no, you're not. <laughs> uh, too many too many winks and nods, and I just I'm out. Yeah, it, well That's it is. Like it Deadpool. that movie's offensive. Yeah. It's it's like just trying to make something original. You know, if it turns out it it, it influence is different than like you know purposely adding shit for the sake of you know. The fact is just, just make a fucking film. If you if you want to make nods, you know, be creative about it. Maybe just do it your own take on I, something. I like, but. I like a few nods. Is fun. Bride of Chucky, the, the the first like at the beginning they, they go through like the evidence locker and there's like you know Jason mask and a chainsaw. Yeah, that shit was cool. And then that was it. And then the rest of it's just like a comedy horror movie. Yeah, it's fun to watch. And the soundtrack like was that. actually decent. It had fucking Slayer on it and shit. And then. You get this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's like, if you buy the, the three-disc DVD, you get the Moto Grader uh, music video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not Moto Grader. Oh, my God. I haven't thought of that thing. You get the Moto Grader fucking soundtrack song music video. It's just like, that's, that's fucking band, gay. Isn't that the band that invented their own instrument called the Moto Grader? Yeah, and it's... Uh, uh, how'd that take off? And uh, the singer's in Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, he's the guy who like yeah. is, like, drunk and getting like they're suing because they're <laughs> he's, the he's that little that little midget that's in a uh, uh, five finger death. He's course. getting sued. The band is getting sued by their label because basically the band is pushing the singer because they basically they they're they're watching him fizzle out like he's basically just insane and an alcoholic and the band keeps pushing him 
and the label's like suing the band because they're like, you need to take care of this guy and keep your band going. And the band's like, hey, we're we just want to cash out. Fuck this guy. <laughs> that's that's what the, the the news stories were saying. That's funny. And it seems like a real fucking piece of shit. I don't we know. make we make fun of him all the time. That I'm I'll, Corey and I'll call each other. It's just like, hey man, I got your six. <laughs> oh buddy. <laughs> it's like that guy in the that new whatever that is that butt rock shit that <laughs> the guy buys the porno mag and and you know the gay porn and and New York Ripper and the newsstand guy like grabs his his hand and he's like hey man I got your six <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> like that's oh. awesome <laughs> all right guys it's been real but I gotta cut man thank you for doing this this is Doctor Ross Sewage from Exhumed and Impaled and you're listening to the Fan. Podcast.